listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 38, where we will be jumping into City of Glass with the first chapter, The Portal. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. <laughs> I felt kind of rambling Roddy. Right? I'm Kristen. <laughs> what was his catch line, catchphrase? I don't remember. I just remember it's, the smile cam. Yeah. I remember, like, he he wore, like, a maroon suit, right? Vest. Vest. With the buttons. With yes. And it was, like, buttons. wood paneling and then, like, church pew choir, uh-huh. like, <laughs> risers where the kids up. sat. <laughs> Ramblin' Rod. Ramblin' Rod. I He's, think that's a Northwest thing. Yeah, I, I don't was going to say, I don't a, think it's a national thing. No. It's like the Krusty the Clown IRL. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, because he hosts a cartoon show, right? That's what Krusty the Clown does. Does he? I don't remember. I oh. think so. I think Maybe. so. There's not much on here. There was about a him. squirrel on Ramblin' Rod, wasn't there? I feel like there was a squirrel. I don't remember. I don't. I don't anyway, know. I got nothing. Tis neither here nor there. Awesome, <laughs> Ramblin' Rod. Moving on. How's everybody's week been? Good. Yeah. (laughs) If you tuned in last week, you'll notice that we posted two episodes. Editing Kristen here. You'll actually notice that we didn't post two episodes because we suck. And as you know, it sucks to suck. Called (laughs) the one with two versions. Once again, this is incorrect. The episode was actually named the one with the technical difficulties. Because we fucked up our wrap-up twice. Yeah. It was amazing. I mean, like, really, it takes a level of skill to have that many technical problems. I think it's lack thereof. (laughs) I was trying to put a positive spin on it. Oh, okay. Okay, totally. So the first one we recorded, Kristen, me, my mic was off the entire time. And so... All you could, like, the audio was all fucked up because all, all you could hear was from the other mics. Uh-huh. And then the second one, the video didn't work. It, it got corrupted. That's so When weird. it was being converted. And it, it was just nothing but audio. So, you know, I mean, together they make one whole episode. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. We're good. It's fine. I like it. The lie detector determined that was, in fact, a lie. She did not like it because it was terrible. Is that what you're titling it? Yes. No, actually, I didn't. You did title it? Yeah, I I made the executive decision. Awesome. That's great. (laughs) I was like, you know what? They can choose their own adventure. (laughs) Actually, you can't because once again, I suck. (laughs) It's like those Goosebumps books. I was going to say that. Goosebumps. (laughs) Love it. Now, we talked about this. Homeschooling has been okay for you, right? Yeah, we talked about it yesterday. We told people we were recording today anyway. Right. Shy surprise. (laughs) Here we are again. We love each other two days in a row. Yeah. We were up really late last night recording. (sighs) You're welcome. Yes. Just kidding. Even though we totally fucked it up. (laughs) Somehow. (laughs) So there hasn't been a whole lot that's happened between last night at like one o'clock when we logged out and today. (laughs) I beat Creighton's challenge. Oh, good for oh, you. you. Wow. I know. Thank you. That was it. That's all that's happened to me. She's she's talking about cooking diary. Yeah. The the phone app game. It's still in our lives. Situation. It really is great. Robin and I are in control of our guild now. 
kicking ass and kicking people out. Bye. <laughs> As my nice. kid just texts me, bye, Felicia. She doesn't even know what that's from. <laughs> Seriously? You should make her watch Friday. Um, <laughs> I don't think no. so. <laughs> I'll go with a no on that one. <laughs> okay, yeah, she's too young. I watched it when I was young, but (laughs) I guess it's a different, different kind of, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Parental guidance. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. Awesome. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, does anyone have anything? (gasps) Wait, wait. I can't believe I almost forgot. Amanda has something to read aloud to the class. Did you bring enough to share with everybody? I sure did. Oh, shipper is a thing. That's her username. Yeah, yeah because when you ship people, ship it's in a relationship, not right. um, ever. <laughs> a relationship is a relationship. Okay, you and I have one. Okay. I ship us. Okay. Well, what's the difference? I ship it. Mm-hmm. I'd watch Ramanda. that Ramanda. Ramanda. <laughs> Ramanda, I like it. Uh-huh. Rob Ra- I like Ramanda because it's my whole name. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're Riston. I like Riston. I was trying to figure out what yours and Jason's would be, and I was like, Jace- Jason. Jason. I was trying to do the last of yours and the first of his, and all in my head I just kept saying Jason over and over again. I was like, it would be like Jason. <laughs> Chris Chris-on. Chris Kristan. And I was like, that just sounds too much like Kristen. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's great. Jason. Jason. <laughs> Instead of Jason, it's Jason. Like that thing that, that takes you in the family feud. Mommy. Yeah. Oh my God. Those people were so dumb. You've got to watch it. Just at least that one. We'll, we'll show you. Find it for you. Okay. okay. Anyway, when we're done with this. Okay. Okay, great. All right. So. Are you recording? Yes. Okay. I've recorded that whole thing. That's fabulous. So, Miss Amanda has something special for us. I'm doing a little shoulder shimmy here to see you guys we know. We need to call it something. Because we call it like Robin's Recap or whatever. Like when we have a review, okay. we have to like call it something. What is it? I don't know. You can't use alliteration. Unless you can think of a word for review that starts with an A. Amanda's amazing. Oh. Okay. Amusements. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda's amazing accolades. <laughs> playing um what is that categories so as many a's as i can get the better yeah we'll figure it out okay Okay. so listen (laughs) listen everyone (laughs) malik underscore shipper says yeah i just learned about your name and i really like it i got the whole rundown (laughs) so now that i understand i'm super into it thank you for telling me (laughs) get set up what? Like they oh, work at FedEx. I know. I don't know. I am not a nerd, so I didn't know. I'm becoming one, okay? We're working real hard. Yeah. So Malik underscore nerd. shipper, thank you for helping me learn something. <laughs> All right. So the title is Amazing Incredible. Keep doing it. What? Love That's that title. So sweet. So nice. We love you. Yeah. So it says, I love this podcast. It's really hard when I am working and trying to keep a straight face. Rereading these books with y'all is the best. Aww. Seriously? Like, so nice. Dude. Soups. Appreciate. We have really nice <laughs> listeners. We, we really, really like you guys. 
I mean, and not just because you like us. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the interaction that we've had with some of you has just been awesome. All of you, but thank you. Right. Yeah, and if you want to interact with us, check out our Instagram page. Yeah, at Downworld or Dish Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best place. (laughs) Yeah. Right? That is right. Okay, cool. (laughs) I say it every episode. You'd think I'd know. Robin gave me a look. Like, are you sure? I don't know if it said podcast or not. It does. We go through this every time. Every time. Robin's like, I don't think it's podcast. We're like, you made it. Email doesn't say podcast. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Okay. Are you guys ready to get into City of Glass? I am. I love this book. I'm stoked. It's really, it's, it gets real good. Mm-hmm. I, I I do. I City of Ashes and, and this book was, yeah. I remember the main plot points, but I don't, like, all the juicy details are kind of, like, swimming forward, like, in the right. back of my mind. So You're they're like, going to come this out. Happens. I don't know if it's this or, or that how it or, happened yeah. or the little nitty gritty into it. Like, right. obviously, we'll get into it soon. But I don't remember meeting two of the characters that we meet in the second chapter. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, I obviously, I remember them in later books. And I'm like, you were that? Like, I've blocked this out. Apparently. <laughs> right. Okay. Which okay. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. It's but. funny how like, like B plots and stuff, like you forget and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, oh yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. Like, being able to reread and rediscover a story. Uh-huh. B plots. That's totally the verbiage I was going to use. Yeah, that was butt smell like fart <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I, oh, geez. I swear I'm not like one of those pretentious assholes. I try. I don't try. It's not. She's not on at purpose. all. Not at all. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, jeez. <sighs> all right. Anyways, <laughs> we begin our scene in fear. Verona? Verona? <laughs> yes. What? Verona's the right city okay, for yeah. Romeo and Juliet. Two star-crossed oh. lovers. Mm-hmm. Got it. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> we don't have a Robin's recap because that was what last week's episode was. <laughs> An entire episode dedicated to me. That joke is never going to get old. You're going to hear it every time we finish a book. You're welcome. We tried to convince her to do the whole thing for us, but... She wasn't about it. No. You surprisingly be enough. It's fine. <laughs> An hour and a half of Robin talking. That sounds like fun. She'd listen. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd listen. I would. I mean, I'd have to listen because I'd have to edit it. You'd have to yeah. edit it, yeah. And I'd have to proof edit it. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that a thing? No. Proof yeah. Yeah. Proof yeah. listen? Proof listen. <laughs> Definitely. All right. So we open our story with Clary arriving at Luke's place, which is apparently in desperate need of some landscaping because, like, it's a dusty front yard. What the fuck? Did he move to Arizona? You didn't know? (laughs) (laughs) I just, I was like, was there a tumbleweed? (laughs) Yes. So Simon's chilling on the front steps, just smashing some Mario Kart on his Nintendo DS. Awesome. <laughs> and I love how she made a point to mention that, like, he was using a stylus. Because, <laughs> like, that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we have Apple pens now, right? No, Who nobody uses, uses that. My mom. I mean, I have one. I don't. I only use it Where did you I'm get doing... it? With your tablet? Or yeah. like I bought it at the same time. You oh, you purchased buy it, it separately. Yeah. 
Okay. For what? like drawing and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't know how to do that stuff. No. Uh-huh. Okay. So it looks like Clary took our roasting to heart because her re- retractable janitor key ring is nowhere to be found. Hip hip hooray! And she's digging in her pocket for her keys. <laughs> so I was like, interesting. I wonder if she got some feedback on that. <laughs> Clary's still not sure how to act around Simon since their disastrous attempt at a romantic relationship and subsequent awkward breakup, but she plays it cool as she and Simon head into the house. Sort of. I mean, like, in her head, she's like, I don't know how to act. His hand's really cold. She, like, has a twilight moment, but she gets over it. (laughs) So, Clary and Simon go back and forth a bit, and Clary's basing her expectations on what to pack for Idris based on Isabel's wardrobe, which is, like... Not yeah. going to be helpful. Yeah, you guys aren't the same. That girl's always overdressed. Like, you're not. This isn't going to work. And so it's like, you're traveling to another country, not a different century. Like, you can wear pants. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because she's like, can I even wear pants? Right. Do I have to wear a dress? <laughs> now that I don't think she's met probably any other. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't know. She's just kind of like. Ugh. Well, and I'm assuming Maris dresses very like. Chicly. Pencil skirt. Yeah. I, I thought I imagined her in a pencil skirt too, but I feel like we read it was like a suit. But yeah, I'm know. sure it is. But maybe but a suit. It might be would a be suit a, with a dress. Yeah. Okay. Murphy Brown wore them all the time. Oh boy. <laughs> Anybody know who Murphy Brown is out there? No? Okay. No, because our audience is significantly younger than us. Yeah, and we were we're a little young for that even. That was good. Yeah, of course. Or like designing women. Yeah, fuck. It's good stuff. That's the I grew up with my grandma starter pack. Like Matlock. Oh my god. Yeah, I loved Matlock. Me too. Perry Mason. Murder She Wrote. Hawaii Five O. I never watched that one. The original. Oh yeah, man. Awesome. Okay. Anyways. So, stress out, Clary's like, I'm just projecting all of my anxiety about my mom onto my wardrobe. And wow, I'm not sure I've ever related to Clary so hard, ever. (laughs) I'm like, yes, when I'm anxious about something, I'm like, I obsess about my hair and my makeup and my clothes. Okay. (laughs) Nothing ever looks right. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Clary tries to encourage Simon to tell his bandmates about his undeadness, but Simon's not into it. He's like, mm, I'd rather not. Mm, same. Right? I don't think I would. Really? I don't know. I'd be so excited to tell you guys. No. I don't think they're as close as we are, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So for as nerdy as Clary is, she she tries to, like, make a funny, but she fucks it up. And she called Lestat, arguably, one of the most influential and powerful vampires in literature and film. Lester. Like, this is the kind of shit that makes me want to kill off Clary. Like, this is why. Because, like, she goes from, like, being super relatable to being like, what is wrong with you? This is why we can't have anything nice. Right. (laughs) Okay. I just, I can't, whatever. Anyways. So, there's this exchange between the two of them where Clary reiterates that Simon is literally her only friend. And I don't. No, but it, it feels wrong. It feels like, I don't know. Like, nothing from the con- from the story contradicts it, but it feels weird that she's never expanded 
from Simon before. Like, I don't know. There's just something about it that I'm like, God, he really is your only fucking friend. You don't have a single another friend. That's really weird. I feel like she's an introvert. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's explained in the story that way, just because she has to be. Okay, she's like driven into this world of Mm -hmm. craziness. But I think in the day to day, she's probably you know sketch pad headphones in Mm -hmm. sort of just an introvert and she has a friend and that's all she needs i guess she she's probably one of those people that needs to be adopted as a friend like she's Mm -hmm. not gonna seek out a friend but like a a friend needs to come up and be like you're gonna be my friend now and she'd be like (laughs) okay right because i kind of feel like that's what's happening with izzy exactly i'm adopting you yeah and she's like okay (laughs) that's great i guess Mm -hmm. that makes me feel better Mm -hmm. so thank you (laughs) So Simon kind of comes back uh, at Clary and says that she only told him that she was a shadow hunter because she had to, which I don't think is fair. Like, I'm aware that I'm flip-flopping on Clary right now, but (laughs) that's not the point. It's kind of what makes her an engaging character because I don't agree with everything she does (laughs) and or says, obviously. Definitely. And so, like, I love and hate her. I love to love and hate her. Yeah. So I feel like, whatever. But I just, I don't think it's fair because I think she would have told him regardless. I do too. I do too. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like that's like a cop out. It's like, well, you just happened to be spying on Luke when she showed up. So she told you then. I think eventually she would have fucking told you. Would it only been a couple hours? Right. Yeah. Shit was going down. Like, mm-hmm. she didn't have a whole lot of. Well, especially now with everything they've been through, you really think you've gone through all of this and you wouldn't have told Simon? Right. Come on. Right? Your mom's in a coma and you would have just not said anything. Yeah. Whatever. And then we... I can't remember where it's at, but it's in this first part of, of this book. We're reminded that it's only been a month since the first it book. It starts that way. Crazy. Yeah. And you're like, Jesus. So in a month, Clarissa... Has fallen in love with her brother, okay. found out he was her brother, dated her best friend, only friend, her only friend, yes, dated her only friend, broke his heart on multiple occasions, and then broke up with him. And now I'm like, really? And got like, reunited with her estranged overlord father. Right. <gasps> There's so much. What a month. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what a month. <laughs> So, anyway, whatever. Simon's like, I'm going to miss you, broski. And Clary's like, same, bro, Jay Simpson. But but inside, she's thinking, I get to go be in another country with my brother lover. Ah." (laughs) And she's like, what kind of panties should I pack? (laughs) I think you know she's thinking that. (laughs) I can't believe you said that. She only has cotton. She probably does. And it probably has like a, a like a, a ribbon rose on yeah. the front. Get him in a six pack. Right. Haynes. Get him at Kmart. Michael Jordan is the spokesperson. <laughs> For those that specific style. So Simon seems kind of leery about Clary heading off to Idris. Um, a feeling he shares with Jace, even though Clary will never admit it, because <laughs> she's definitely lying to Simon. 
So Clary quickly explains to Simon that she has to go to Idris because that's where the warlock Ragnar Fell lives, and he knows how to save Jocelyn. So Madeline, who we met in the epilogue, told Clary that Ragnar will be convinced to help her because Clary looks so much like her mother. And, like, I kind of get the logic here, but, like, he's a super-duper powerful warlock. I feel like he has more reliable sources to find out if someone's being honest beyond inherited red hair. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, she's she's short and she has red hair. I can trust her. Like, Come here, you. <laughs> I, I feel like you're a magical being who wields magic. And you could probably find out if someone was lying to you. Uh, you know great. everything. So we get pulled into a flashback. Um, to just after um, the epilogue where uh, Madeline confronted Clary and told her, I can save your mother. Mother saver. Right. Wait, no. That's not as good as brother lover. <laughs> no, but it's, I like it. I like it. I dig it. <laughs> we can make it a thing. So Clary had rushed from the hospital to the Institute to tell Jace, even before she told Luke, which, Okay. Yeah. I feel like that. I agree. Like, she didn't Luke even go like in. was, literally in the hospital. I'm sure he was upstairs, like, sitting by Jocelyn's bed. Yeah. <laughs> like, and she literally ran to the Institute. Right. Like, seriously? Come yeah. on. Whatever. I Get guess it together. I Get your priorities like... straight. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. So, run. it didn't go as planned. Well, Mom... you'd think Luke would be more, like, excited than anybody. Right. Like, that's who you would want to talk. I'd be... Well, and he might know this person. Right. Oh, yeah. He'd be like, dude. We went out from my home. Maddie and I go way back. Right. <laughs> like how you just call her. You're like, Maddie, that's that's the name. Yeah. <laughs> Mad dog. <laughs> oh. She got that name from a wild night. <laughs> we should drink that on New Year's Eve. Everyone no. should drink that on no. New Year's Eve. No. Oh, my God. Get it out. I'm not. I don't want to relive my 14th year. <laughs> <laughs> She means 22. Duh. Uh Uh-huh. That's what I meant. (laughs) Anyways, this little adventure to the Institute did not go as planned. Long story short, Jace doesn't trust the clave with Clary, um, but since he's Valentine's son, it's a bit problematic to have the stance of like, I don't think that you should cooperate with the clave. So he's got to be sneaky about his suspicions. And Clary doesn't give two craps about the clave. And she's absolutely, she's got absolutely no time to sit and worry what the clave could want with her and her incredibly unique rune powers. Um, She's got to save her mom. Got to save my mom. Mm -hmm. So I swear to God, this girl is going to be the death of me. Seriously. I'm just shaking my head as you're talking. It's just so, Uh. it's so frustrating. So as per usual, Jace and Clary are arguing and I'll spare you the details and just get to the gist of it. So Clary wants to do a thing. There are several ways this thing could go wrong, resulting in a multitude of disastrous results, including, but not limited to death, dismemberment, imprisonment, blackmail, or possible torture. Just to name a few. Jace, whose only goal as of now is to keep Clary from getting herself killed, does not want Clary to do the thing. Okay? Clary argues that she is definitely 100% going to do the thing. Jace forbids Clary to do the thing. When that fails, Jace offers to do the thing for Clary so she can stay safe. 
Clary does not see this as an adequate solution and therefore declines, countering that they can do the thing together. <laughs> Jace is terribly unhappy with this new plan, but agrees, but agrees to it because he knows Clary's going to do the thing anyways. So that's basically four pages in, I'm just kidding. in every book. Yeah. <laughs> like, it feels like Jace is just like his full time job now is no longer Shadow Hunter. It's to make sure Clary, like, she's like a toddler in the demon world. Like, she's a toddler <laughs> in the shadow world and he has to make sure nothing kills her. Like, he's just got to run around and, like, Clary proof the whole thing. Get a leash. <laughs> yeah, one of those he's backpacks. Like, yep. Don't go near the clave. They're going to use you for something. You have magical powers. <sighs> She's just too hard-headed to, like, see the light. Whatever. Anyways. So, during this exchange, Jace tried to get Maris to side with him, who was creepily in the corner. Like, she, like, kind of, like, came out of the shadows. It was, like... (laughs) She pulled a bro, Jay. (laughs) She did. She did. Um, But... Maris has still got the clave poo on her nose, and she agrees that Clary (laughs) should come and meet with the clave. Much to Jace's disappointment. So as Maris leaves, Clary has this inner monologue that I think does a really good job of describing Maris. And it says, uh, she disappeared back into the shadows without even a word of farewell. Clary stared after her, feeling as if she'd just been drenched with ice water. Alec and Isabel seemed genuinely fond of their mother. And she was sure Maris wasn't a bad person, really. But she wasn't exactly warm. Yep. Which we've talked about. And I, yeah, I just think she doesn't have that like maternal like aura about mm-hmm. her. I wonder, do I mean, you guys know better than I do, OBS. Maybe it's a shadow hunter thing? I think some of it might be that. Okay. But I think Maris is also just like. I think you'd have to be a, a little person. less like protective of your kids like you'd have to give them a little mm-hmm. bit more f- of right. freedom if you were a shadow hunter parent okay so think of that as a parent because i'm a helicopter parent me too 100 percent. me too so like if i had to, if i lived in that culture and i had to like let her go out and like fight i couldn't like you would have to kind of shut off some of those feelings mm-hmm. in order to protect yourself because mm-hmm. like i would be sick with worry constantly yep. yeah yeah because i mean this is a little in the forwards so sorry we may i don't know anyway um at one point there's a battle like a small battle and they talk about it later and they're like well we only lost two people and i'm like D- you lost two people like oh it wasn't that bad we only lost two people i'm like seriously mm-hmm. crazy to think about so yeah it's very common for them to all go yeah die i mean so well so. yeah and then like as we start to pick apart shadow hunter culture and stuff like that like a lot they get married early they have kids Mm -hmm. early because they all die young because they die most of them die in battle like it's not it's not common to see a lot of like old shadow hunters because it's just just such a high risk right career not career career lifestyle (laughs) right (laughs) they have a high risk lifestyle But that makes sense now why um, Hodge and all of these Valentine and everybody are made out to be so old. Right? <laughs> right? They're like, Jesus, they made it to 37. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Awesome. All right. Well, Cleary continues to convince, tries to convince Jace that she should go to Idris. And he is still in dad mode, attempting to put his foot down, telling her no. And he's basically telling her that the clave isn't perfect and can't be trusted. Um, She's playing the little sister and is like, really? Is that really why? (laughs) So finally, Jace snaps at her and he tells her he doesn't want his baby sis following him everywhere. Really? Such a gut punch. It was such a gut punch. That was squirmy. Yeah. Because right before that, she has that inner monologue Uh where she's like, is it because you said you're not into me anymore and you know I'm still into you? And then he says that and it's, oh, it's so much cringe. I can't. I got goosebumps. I don't like it. Ouch. (laughs) Well, Clary reminds him that they have the same mother. Which is another like, ouch. Yep. Remind remember that? Said That's Mom. Luke's job. Okay, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he should understand why she wants to go to save her mom. I mean, we've been trying to save this woman for two damn books. <laughs> Get with the program, Wayland. Like, come on. <laughs> And I think he internally remembers that you can catch more bees with honey. And so he sweetly tries to tell her um, to let him be the messenger slash workhorse. Like, let me go do your bidding for you. Whatever. And um, she tells him that the warlock is expecting Jocelyn's daughter and not her son. Ugh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that gets him thinking. And he wonders why Madeline just went to Clary and not the both of them. And Clary starts to kind of like answer his question with the hard, harsh truth. But then he finishes a sentence because he knows exactly what she's going to say. And it is to her, you're Jocelyn's daughter, but I'll always be Valentine's son. And that's true. Dude. And then he like closes the fucking thing on her. He yeah. was like, yeah, the, the elevator. Like, bye, Felicia. Yeah. That was his mic drop moment. He was like, <laughs> bye. But that was like a double punch whammy like combination. Yeah. Dude, could you imagine? I wouldn't want to go to Idris with him. (laughs) I'd be like, I can't. Yeah, you're right. I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) So um, she must have um, beat feet because we fast forward to her packing for her trip again. And Simon is there, but I'm not really sure why, because she's, again, not paying any attention to him. So this was a, it was a flashback. Yeah. So she was remembering Oh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. That's a good... Thank you. That makes sense. Okay. So flashback, not flash forward. My bad. (laughs) Yeah, flashback to reality. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Luke um, comes in and he's bearing gifts like a good dad. And um, it turns out to be a beautiful velvet coat with a hood. Like, come on. I want one. I want one too. I want a green one. I would totally like destroy it in five seconds, but I still want it. I want one. The sleeves would be all pilling for mine, you know, right here on the hand. (laughs) Can you put thumb holes in it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it's sort of described, and I, I think that Clary said, described it as like a shadow hunter traveling cloak Mm -hmm. and i would like to know how the hell she knows that i guess maybe just from seeing izzy's stuff i don't know how she knows for traveling i think the coat that izzy gave her when they went to the cemetery Uh i think that might have been a cloak so i think that she said it looks like something isabel would wear and then luke's like yeah Yeah. it's a shadow hunter traveling okay maybe that's how it went okay So Luke reminds her um, of how shadow hunters treat outsiders. And so he's hoping that this will help her fit in. And I just want to know where he bought this. Is there like a shadow hunter market? Is there like 
Um, Think of the name of some of the books we haven't read I yet. know. That's what I'm wondering. But I, I Possibly. Know. Or it could just be, like, they're in New York. So I'm sure they could okay. find, like, a recreated, like, Edwardian-style cloak. Okay. Well, that's fair. But I really want one. What color would you want? I want a green, green one. Obviously. Yeah, you two obviously would have to have green. I don't know. Maybe maroon for me. I'd like green. Ooh. I'd like green or black. Mm. Oh, yeah. Black. Mm-hmm. I mean, duh. All, my thing is, I always want a black coat, but all of my clothes are black. Mm-hmm. So then I look like... Your blacks have to match, and it's like a whole thing. Well, that, and it's like I have a black shirt on. I don't want to wear a black coat on top of my black shirt. Mm-hmm. I'll wear, that's why I like green. But a cloak would cover the whole thing. That's, that's true. true. You would just see your little feetsies. Mm-hmm. I just, Can we bring black... Kid. Can we bring back cloaks? Yeah. We I mean, can. It sounds expensive. We can make it. That's a good you point. You have a sewing machine. I do. And skills with a Z. Yeah. I think I there's learn. tutorials. It's okay. Kind of, I've always wanted a, like a like that green velvet mm-hmm. cloak because I wanted something that like set off with my hair. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. green always looks real good on my of hair. Of course I it mean, does. Not the hair I have now, but <laughs> the one that naturally grows out of my head. The one. Yeah. <laughs> It's just one. I just like yours needs to be more it. of like a bright green, like an emerald green. Yeah, and yours needs to be more of an olive green, mm-hmm. Robin. So when we get our booth at um, Comic Con, Comic Con, yeah, we'll wear cloaks. Oh that my you make God. for us. That's great. Uh, oh my God! I'm someday, hundred percent about it. Someday. Yep. Okay. Anyway, mark this. Bookmark this. We'll try to remember. See, but. Then you do that, and then you get me to wear a cloak to a con. You know I'm going to go buy a bunch of fucking steampunk shit. Because, like... Well, you guys know I'm going to be too hot, and I won't be able to wear it. (laughs) (laughs) Just drape over the back of your chair. I'm going to be naked underneath just to deal with it. No, you'll wear gear. Which is basically cargo shorts. Yes, With a zip off. That's That's great. My legs will be just, like, flowing. Okay, anyway, back to this. So Simon is Ob's board because he doesn't care if, if Clary gets a jacket, I guess. And he's tired of being Care about ignored. you and your fucking jacket. Yeah. <laughs> you and your gifts. You don't love me, so I don't care anymore. <laughs> well, he's being ignored anyway, so he decides to just get the fuck out. He's like, GTFO, gotta go. And uh, Clary tries to convince him to stay, but he sheepishly tells her he's going to see Maya. I don't think he does it sheepishly. I think he does it forcefully. Does he? I think that's what it says. Okay. okay. I felt like he was kind of like, I'm going to go see Maya. That's what I thought, too. I read it as Amanda said it. Let me see the thing. Yeah, I'm curious. I don't Cause I'm, I'm, I don't need to help you. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> curiouser and curiouser. <sighs> Down the rabbit hole. And the reason why I ask is because I did listen to the... Um, the audiobook on my way down and I didn't agree with the way they said a couple of things okay during their conversation because I was like that's not how I read that oh it says okay here we go okay um I can't his tone was final I'm meeting Maya oh okay okay I did not read it that way that's weird but he's saying like um you need to pack yeah like he's trying to convince I'll come by later to say goodbye before you go right she's like come on stay like no I can't I'm gonna go see Maya yeah weird he said I'm meeting I Maya. Kinda, it's I literally kinda, in front of my face. <laughs> I kind of just like, I really like that. I like a firm Simon. 
with a backbone. Nah. <laughs> well, I dig it. <laughs> All right, whatever. So they have a super awkward goodbye where Simon leans in to kiss her cheek and then he like changes his mind and it's weird. And um, so Clary mentions after he leaves, Clary mentions to Luke, like, dude, what was that shit? Like, <laughs> why is he being weird? And uh, Luke reminds her that she basically broke his heart and he's trying to move forward. So she's like, okay, moving on. I'm going to turn on this coat. So <laughs> she jumps up to put on her new coat and they discuss um, visiting Jocelyn before Clary leaves. And this is, um, for me, it's really nice to actually hear them talking about going to visit her because I feel like they had to visit her more often and they just don't talk about it. So I'm glad to at least hear about it. Right. You know that they are. Yeah. But it's not as. Yeah. It still it makes me feel good. It's yeah. a it's a B plot. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'd love to read a book about all the shit Jocelyn heard in the hospital while she was out. <laughs> <Right>. You know. <laughs> Someday if she ever wakes up. <laughs> okay. Quick sidebar. So the one thing that. So he said. Uh, I can't. His tone was final. I'm meeting Maya. And then she says. Oh, great. And I read that as, oh, great. Even though she doesn't think it's great, but like that's uh-huh. what she's got to say. The audiobook, they were like, oh, great. And I was like, wait, what? Oh. Did she flick him attitude about Maya? I don't think she did. I don't think she did. I don't think so either. I, f- I read it the same way you did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I disagree. Also, but I think I might have read it that way also because I thought he was being kind of like he didn't want to tell her. So he was trying to protect her and then she was trying to be supportive. And so I don't know. I think I still would read it the same way, though, that, that she was. Anyway, she's trying to be nice. Sorry. <laughs> OK, so um, we now we go on to Simon and he's actually at the Institute. So was he fibbing mm-hmm. about me and Maya or did we miss like we just didn't show that part? OK, I think he fibbed. So um, he flashes back to remember the first time he had ever seen the rundown building. And we learned that glamours don't work on downworlders. So he sees it now for what it actually is. Are opposites. Anyway, <laughs> he starts having an internal struggle with being at the Institute um, since it is a cathedral and he's like dead and damned. So it's kind of bad. <laughs> and then he's like, ah, fuck it. I'm Jewish anyway. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So he starts to go through the gate and he hears a gaggle of familiar voices nearby. A gaggle. I did that just for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, guys. First and foremost purchased the Kindle version of City of Glass. I almost said Chain of Gold because I said COG. <laughs> and that's just in my mind. Anyway, I have the paperback, but I'm all thumbs. And I can't for the life of me have the book open and type on the computer. It's a no for me dog. Anyway, <laughs> there is a motherfucking map in the first part of the book that clearly outlines where Garraway Books is. Really? Yes. And it is on the corner of River and Fifth Street. And I Google Street mapped it, and there is nothing there. Like, it's an empty lot. So it must be glamoured from Google Maps. Absolutely. Oh, that's probably not great for business. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a downworld or bookstore. <laughs> I first it was like, oh, it's glamoured. Look, there's nothing there. And I was like, wait, how do you sell books? <laughs> what, do you, what do you do, kids? It's just a front. Maybe he, it's an online bookstore. He, re- he really launders money for, from, like, a Chinese food family. restaurant. <laughs> That's so Number cool. Eight. Wait, that that's not how it looks in the book. I have angry feelings. Okay. Is that how his house is described oh. in the book? 
Oops. Oh, there's all these pictures. I know. I was trying to decipher what the hell that was. I did, wasn't sure what I was looking I at took, at first. I went in, like, zoomed super close. Went in close. Well, and then after I did that, I went on the Instagram today, and there's, like, people posting pictures of the map. Like, the map's been available the whole time, but oh. we just... We're just dumb. It was more fun to... Okay, so does he live above the bookstore based on this photo? This image? I guess. Yeah. Wait, let me see. more sense. Okay, but in the book, they open the front door. That's true. And it's his living room. That's true. Oh, yeah, and this is totally like a two, right. three story. Right. So it's above. Yeah. I think it's, <sighs> I, I think it was an ill planned yeah situation well because for some i remember saying that i thought maya was in the bedroom upstairs but it didn't say upstairs at all it was down the hall yeah mm-hmm. it was just me i don't know anyway um we'll post a picture of the map yeah awesome on the gram of instant okay <laughs> anyway oh, Robin. me i'm way over here dude my legs aren't that long I it has know. to be robin <laughs> Getting back into the story, Simon figures out that the familiar sounds are actually further away than he anticipated. He's still getting used to his vampy powers, and I totally get it. It's been, what, three weeks since he's been turned? Um, I don't think it's even been that long. I think it's been like two weeks. Because remember, it's been a month since all this started. I was trying to figure out when. Come on, Robin. Sorry, I don't mean to like, no. (laughs) He spent a week as a vampire, and now he's been a daylighter for a week. Right. Okay. He snakes his way out around to the side of the Institute and into the backyard, back fence, back door, back area. He's good at doing that, going through fences and <laughs> backyards and stuff. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something no. else. Oh, like when he jumped over the hatch at Luke's? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a sneaky little bitch. Whoa. The crew's congregated out towards the back where the grass is a little wild. Simon's able to pick out Magnus first, of course, who's rocking a splashed painted white shirt over rainbow leather pants. Delicious. I love that it's pointed out that he's standing amongst a sea of black clad shadow hunters. So he's really (laughs) sticking out like a sore thumb. Great. Not to mention, I'm picturing him like a a full head taller than anybody Uh else there. Uh Uh-huh. What a feast for the eyes. Okay. I didn't think of him that tall. I could feast all day long. Although I feel like him and Alec are probably like around the same height. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I, for some reason, I envision Magnus as being like extraordinarily tar, tall, tall, tall. <laughs> so I, I think that Alec is shorter than him, but I think they're they're pretty close. Right. I am sure that it's described that way. I just keep picturing him as very short, like Prince. You're just no. kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Prince is short. short. <laughs> Wait, is Prince short? Now I gotta know. Yeah. But anyway, yes. I am deceased. No. Amanda just killed me with You're that. You're fine. I'm dead. Okay. So we get a rundown of everything. Nope. We get a rundown of every one that is gathered outside. Princess 5'3". Yeah. Wait, yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. Not is. Was. 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 Yeah. Anyway. Short. Sorry. Go on. That's all right. Okay. You guys. The party consists of Alec, Isabel, Max, Maris, Jace, Magnus, and an unknown woman. And Simon's able to take this opportunity to compare himself to Jace yet again, because we're not over it yet. Oh, my gosh. Commenting on how Jace looks better in black than the widows of his enemies. And Simon looks like he's on his way to a funeral. You know what? 
I bet Simon's a lot hotter in black than he thinks. I doubt but it. But he has dandruff on his shoulder. Oh, yeah. Why would you say that? Okay, it's pre, true. no, not vamp, Simon. Pre-vamp. Why? Because that's a thing when you wear black, dude. Not for me. No. If you have dandruff and you're saying it gets on your shoulder, haven't you ever seen a Head and Shoulders commercial? <laughs> that's not real life. How I just popped my shoulder. I heard that from over here. <laughs> got cat hair on him and stuff oh gosh that's great he probably definitely had yasarian's hair yeah yeah okay you suck simon whoa sorry resentment of jace is weighing down on him and he doesn't want to feel that way anymore but he can't really help himself until he sees the scar on jace's neck and it kind of turns into what i can only describe as a oh shit yeah that's right he saved my life i think it kind of turns him on but whatever Maybe that's just in my head. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Jace, in your dreams. Yep. Jace turns away from the crowd and heads over to Simon. Maris is asking Magnus, what is taking so long? And is this normal or not? And he says, what's not normal is the discount I'm giving you. Normally, I charge twice as much. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you Great. get. Maris, however, is not laughing with us, um, but once again goes over the parameters of what she's wanting. A temporary portal to get them all to address and then be closed back up again. She turns to the mystery woman and tells her that she will remain there to make sure she does just that and calls her Mad Dog. Okay, I have a couple of things about this scene. One, Maris has been running the New York Institute for the past, what, 17 years or something, right? Okay, Magnus is the high warlock of Brooklyn. She has 100% employed Magnus before in the past. That's oh, a yeah. good point. So why is she giving him shit? Why is she like, and we're going to have Mad Dog over here, stay here to make sure you close the portal. He, because she's menacing him because she knows. Oh, he's like, it's her baby. Mm-hmm. You, you think she really knows? Well, he was trying to like... I'm dating somebody. I, I have a fearless room. I think she's, she's just a, a bitch. I think she's just a bitch. I don't, but I was trying to I'll be. give her the benefit of the doubt and think that you're right. I don't think she is either. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying like, to. Could you imagine being Alec in this point of view? Like, okay, imagine the first time you brought your husband to meet your parents and how you were like, you know how you kind of just like play interference Always. And just it just just to like make sure that everything's going smoothly yeah. and everyone's like understanding everybody and no one's like saying the wrong thing or making it you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's like this hyper sense of like I have to be aware of everything that's going on right now. Could you imagine how fucking Alec is feeling right now with mm. Magnus, who we know he has a thing for. Right. Right. We know that there's been some sort of connection connected sorry that's what andy's (laughs) if you you will right and magnus is like this like extraordinarily old extroverted (laughs) like person yeah and like like you described like a sea of black and then magnus is just like a fucking glitter bomb right (laughs) like and then your mom is talking to him like this and you're just like trying to fold you, into yourself. Right. And yeah. You can't say anything because like you're trying to keep it a secret. But like, oh, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I think I would die. What would you do? 
nope the fuck right out i would nope the fuck right out (laughs) that's my favorite i use that in a text message to somebody else yep (laughs) love it okay Simon's like, oh, 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 this is who Clary has been talking about. And before he's able to stare too much, um, Jace pulls him away to the side of the church and out of view of everyone else. Creepy. Is this where that fanfic starts coming in? Yes. yes. This is where they make out. <laughs> Faux show. Come to find out, Jace stuck a message to Simon's window in the morning telling him to meet him at this place in time. Oh, I said it like this. This place and time. <laughs> This place in time. <laughs> Get in the TARDIS. Come to this place in time. Robin's been reading the Stephen Hawking's autobiography. <sighs> okay, you guys, that is still creepy. He's skulking about in the dead of night, taping shit to people slash vampire windows. WTF, mate. I'm surprised that Simon didn't see him. I mean, I guess maybe he's... Um... Starting to sleep at night again. I feel like this validates my theory that the way Jace found out about Alec and Magnus was from uh, leaping on the, yeah. on the rooftop. Over the top. <laughs> and tracking him. But like the Batman theme music yeah. is running the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you complete my my theories. Yep. It's beautiful. Okay. So for this next exchange, I'm going to opposite Kristen. And instead of dude bro, dude bro. We're going to do this in Old Dude. <laughs> I love it. Great. Oh, my God. I love it. I'm so excited. So Jay says, mine eyes deceive me, vampire. Are you able to stroll amongst the light of day? <laughs> and Simon says, tis true, chap. Mine powers remain as steadfast as the dawn in which they showed their true form. You would be half rats to forget such a sight. <laughs> and Jay says... Yes, good fellow, indeed, I remember. I only gave thought to the off chance that the powers might have faded with the passing of time. Simon says, I appreciate your concern with my health and wellness. If I feel, if I feel put out enough to combust, I will certainly advise you as to which time is deemed necessary. Is there a purpose of our hushed encounter, or is this an opportunity to gaze upon my fairness? In an effort to avoid such functions in the future, I would be happy to post you a photograph. <laughs> And Jay says, heaven, sir, if you'd be so obliged, I would place it on my dressing table. <laughs> I thought you said your creative juices weren't flowing. That was beautiful. This was shitty and was funny. This is great. You're a fucking liar, you dirty heathen. I love the post. <laughs> I wish I could say it in an accent, but I can't. Oh, that's great. Oh, my God. Okay, I can't do any more. Okay, I, I could have kept going, but I had to end scene, guys. Okay, so Jace tells Simon that he brought him over here, over their commonalities, if you will. And apparently, it's not their totally awesome hair. It's <laughs> okay. their concern for Clara. Clara. Simon's a little put off on the idea of talking about oh, feelings. <laughs> and I can't blame him because it gives me the vomits. But Jace persists, saying that she's important to both of them and they both care for her, which is why he has to a- why he asked Simon here to ask him what he would be willing to do for her. Would you be willing to lie? <laughs> I can't even get it out. Robin's just sitting here going, what did I say? <laughs> Make the unbreakable vow. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> okay. Simon is still fighting to catch up on what is going on when the pieces finally click together. Everyone's gathered around here because they're leaving now, like right now, to go to Idris. And Clary isn't here. Jace wants Simon to lie to everyone and tell them that Clary decided she couldn't leave her mother's side and doesn't want to go anymore. And they'll all believe Simon because they know that he's so close to her. But he's not buying it. Simon tells Jace that he knows how badly she wants to be there. And it's not a plan to benefit Clary. It's a plan to benefit Jace. And he's not game. Jace grabs onto Simon's arm, pleading with him that he has to do this to protect her. He thought that Simon cared about her. Simon's like, if you want my help, you better tell me WTF is going on in your head to draw that conclusion. So basically, the clave wants to meet with Clary and he can't hide the fact that she's able to draw new runes. However, because she won't stop flaunting it. Is that how he can? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Just clarify. Just double check it. Because <laughs> she's too stupid to realize that she should probably keep it under yeah. wraps. Wrap it up. Okay. However, he did not tell them about how V-Tang's ship exploded. <laughs> he made it seem like a de- demonic ritual gone wrong. The only people that know the real deets are Luke, Magnus, Clary, Simon, and himself. And it has to stay that way. Or those fuckers in the clave will turn Clary into a weapon against V-Tang. And she's not trained enough to be DTW. Down to war. <laughs> Simon's like, okay, I hear you, dog. But aren't you Nephilim? Shouldn't you care more about the greater good than you do about Clary? If she can't defeat V-Tang and help the Clave, shouldn't you be okay with it? I said can't, but I meant can, if she can defeat V-Tang. Mm-hmm. We got you. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Jace is like, yeah, well, if I thought she could, I would be. But Simon's like, wrong. You won't let anyone have her but yourself. Ooh, burn. Do you need some ice for that burn? Before they can, and then they start fighting, right. and then they start wrestling, and then they start making out. <laughs> Is that a thing? Like, oh. fanfic. It's a fanfic. Before they can really solidify anything, a wild shriek cuts the air and then um, abruptly ends. And Jace um, runs off to see what the heck is going on. And Simon was hot on his heels. When um, he turned the corner, Simon saw a creepy white mist had rolled over the garden. And he was able to make out movement and find Isabel in the crowd, a huge demon lumbering after her. Only it couldn't be a demon because it was daylight. He's the only daylight around here, motherfucker. Okay. Jace <laughs> chimes in with what he, we already know. Um, they're forsaken. And he instructs Simon to stay put. Simon's able to make out pieces of the battle. Alec cutting down a forsaken and Jace reaching in time. Wait, and Jace reaching him just in time to kill the other one that was at his back. All the shadow hunters are calling out to each other during the fight, and suddenly the mist clears, and Simon's able to see Magnus against the wall of the Institute, blue sparks flying from his fingers. He'd opened the portal and was shouting everyone to get the fuck gone. And Maris made it through carrying Max. Alec came next, dragging Isabel, when suddenly or forsaken pulls a shy surprise and comes out <laughs> of fucking nowhere and tries to attack. Simon calls out for Isabel and tries to reach her, but trips over Madeline's dead body. Ugh. Jace calls out to Simon to move, but before he's able to, the forsaken double-bladed knife swings down at him. The searing pain shoots through his body, and everything goes black. Bum, bum, bum. Did he die this time? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, fine. I will say, though, I do appreciate the fact that you want to murder Simon just because it means that you care enough about him <laughs> 
to like you care enough about his character to like care what happens yeah like I want him <laughs> gone right so I'm like there's there's a basis for yeah you know. definitely it's great it's, it's going to be like an enemies to lovers situation with you and Simon. We're going to have a fanfic about Amanda and Simon. Yeah. Don't do it. The fanfic <laughs> will be me murdering him with garlic. I feel like that's how I would kill my husband because he hates garlic. How did you marry someone who hates garlic? I didn't garlic? know. I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> Listen, we have been married 11 years next month. He told me like six months ago. And I'm very heavy-handed with garlic. So, so. am I. I'm he like, has I just think... been living this lie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if 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 Jason didn't like garlic, like I don't know. I it's don't... weird. Oh my god. Oh, anyway, that was a good up, ep- good episode, a good chapter. Yeah, it was a good chapter. It was a it had a lot of information. Mm-hmm. I there was a lot of sass, sassafras. Yeah, but like I guess. You know, you have a, a week to cool down after, you know, your last major battle. Seriously, it's crazy. You've had a week off. It's time to spice things up with some backhanded compliments. Okay, so why, remind me, because I'm sure that we read it and I just don't remember. Why are they all going? Because obviously they're not all going to meet They Ragnar. got called. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay, all active Shadowhunters. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. is Robert already there? Because I didn't, was he in this group? He wasn't, but he's injured. Oh, that's right. Okay. So maybe he has, maybe someone has to stay at the Institute. I don't know. Just to keep it safe. We shall see. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Cool beans, guys. I like it. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys. Make sure that you read chapter two, The Demon Towers of Alicante for next week's episode. For behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Podcast. (laughs) We'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye.